Psalm 30, verses 1 through 3. I will exalt you, O Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. O Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from the grave. You spared me from going down into the pit. We were talking a few days ago about sharing one's testimony of being redeemed, and that's really what King David is doing here. Um, You've lifted me out of the depths. You do not let my enemies gloat over me. I called you for help, and you healed me. You brought me up from the grave and spared me from going down into the pit. This is his testimony. He was in tremendous danger, and God rescued him. And that verb that he uses in response to all of this at the beginning is, I will exalt you. I will exalt you, O Lord. What does that word exalt mean? Well, I think it just means praise, obviously. And what does it mean to praise? To lift up. I'm thinking even of that word hallelujah. A lot of people, I think, don't realize that word hallelujah is a Hebrew word. It's a a verb. Halal means very simply to lift, to lift high. And the yah part at the end of hallelujah is Yahweh. So it's we lift the name of Yahweh. And you can picture somebody kind of lifting their hands in praise, but more importantly, in their hearts, lifting up, exalting, praising God. It's seeing God for who he is, seated upon the throne of the universe, lifting him up there, you know? Um, And then when we all do that together, I love what it says in another place in scripture, God is enthroned on the praises of his people. So let's tell our testimony, let's tell our story, let's talk about our redemption. And then in response to what he's done for us, let's exalt him. Let's say, hallelujah, we lift up the name of Yahweh, the name of Jesus. We praise you. I think that uh, this uh, drew out of me a, a sense of um, the look at, looking at the question of man, man and mankind and looking at the question of God. And when the psalmist says, when I look at the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? the son of man, that you care for him. Uh, I've seen the same passage repeats itself in various places in the Bible, and I keep coming back on it, and I I kind of stop and say, what is man? Because the other day we were talking about creatures and ospreys and bears and uh, Hmm. other animals of this world, uh, whales. (laughs) I mean, you can go on and on and you look at creation, just like they say, and you're just absolutely knocked off your feet at the complexity, beauty and wonder and mystery of creation. It actually makes no sense. But the one thing that actually ties it all together, at least on one level, is life. Hmm. There's enormous amount of life going on at any given time. And so where does that life come from and where do the various creatures see themselves in the universe, in the, in the, in the world that they have come into? And that same question then arises for you and me and all the people we know. Uh, why are we here? What are we meant to do about it? 
And I know in my own case, uh, I had my own answers for that that really did not include God in them at all. But there came a time in life where uh, I became quite open to seeing the world in a much more complex and much more rich, enriched uh, uh, view of it, hmm. of, of what life is and what we are and what role and purpose we have. I think man without purpose is really a very sad, sad story. Uh, and for young men, and I, you know, I was one of them. I went to all boys schools up until college. Uh, men have to be prepared for life through discipline. They, I mean, it's a very hard thing to do. And if they, you know, get to be 20, 25 and they have no purpose and they can't figure out what their purpose is and what their role in life is, it's really, it, 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 it can be, I mean, I think the pandemic did this when everybody was, you know, cut off from everybody else. There was a lot mm -hmm. of people that went into despair because yeah. they had, they'd lost, you know, the, the, their track in life, the meaning of it. But I'm thinking of a bigger meaning, seeing yourself in the context of God and his purpose for you. What is man that you care for him? I never would have thought of that if I hadn't read the Psalms and, and, and seen that there is a connectiveness of what who I am today and who God, God's intention for me. And I've tried to, I'm trying in all my power, whatever powers I have to move closer and closer to that never really asking a question about it, but just moving closer to it because I feel um, the joy of that. So what I, I write is God is great, strong, and powerful. We are not. Our genuine strength comes through acknowledging God in all aspects of our lives. According to scripture, to see it otherwise is to indulge in fearful and dangerous fantasies. The, the difference between fantasy and purpose is just enormous. And one is disconnected from God and one is connected to God. And I, I just think that that's where I'm sort of coming down these days.